guys, welcome to the very first episode of the Latino Nerd Order podcast. We have a very special guest today. We have Edson. How you doing, Edson? I'm doing swell. Um, let's see. Had some water burger earlier. Hell yeah. It always smacks. So, always. Yeah, I'm excited. Especially because I haven't talked about it, about Spider-Man No Way Home since, I guess it came out or like that week. Yeah, I, I, I'm right there with you. Um, so go ahead and introduce yourselves for the listeners of the podcast who may not know you. Well, what's up, guys? Uh, I'm Edson. I uh, do vocals in a band called Chained in Sin. Uh, we'll, we'll spare you the details of the genre, but uh, it's it's whatever. It's cool. I have fun with my friends, and that's how I actually met this guy or whatever, <laughs> Felipe, uh, you know, by putting us on. And it, ever since then, it's been fucking, yeah, just jamming. Yeah, so for those listeners who don't know, a lot of the friends that I have have come from the music scene, which is fine. I love it. Everyone that I've met through that music scene has been really cool and really supportive. Um, keep an eye out for something coming soon. Not really going to go into that right now, uh, but I'll, I'll talk to you after the call. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm probably going to be making a one-time return. We'll see. Uh, word, word. there's an there's something that i'm working on with someone in town um and it's a really cool opportunity it's not your traditional opportunity but now i'm talking too much but anyways <laughs> we're here to talk no way home obviously one of the craziest movies in my opinion the best movie of 2021 yeah honestly right before right after dune but you know um so obviously this we're, we're, we're just nerds here talking but do you remember what was like the very first thing that like you came across where you were like, man, like, like this world's for me. I got to it. So not to like rant too, too like crazy, but to be you honest, can, I, I know it's late, but you can rant whatever you want. I actually don't read comics at all, which I know might turn people, some people off be like, ah, poser or whatever. But, you know, obviously I started watching, like, obviously I saw the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Cause I mean, who didn't. Right. So then ever since then, I was a huge Spider-Man fan. And then, you know, I knew bits and pieces here and there of, like, comics and, like, different things. Mm-hmm. But never actually read because I'm, I don't know, I guess laziness, not enough patience, whatever. But, you know, I still go out of my way to learn things about characters. It's not like I'm just, you know, talking shit and being like, oh, I know this character, you know, back and forth. No, like, yeah. I will either if it's watching, like, a YouTube video of someone, like, going through their history or anything like that. But like, yeah, ever since like Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's, it's like, I fucking, I love superheroes, you know? I feel like, you. Yeah. You know. So yeah, I feel like that's kind of how it started. And then ever since then, MCU, any other, you know, anything else that involves any nerd shit, even, you know, I know, I know Marvel's like the big thing, but, you know, still I dive into DC as well. So yeah. I, I am, I am a DC nerd. I have probably rewatched the first four episodes of Peacemaker like mm. nonstop since yeah, it came yeah. out because they're just so good. Yeah. Okay, cool. So obviously we're both Latino. Uh, do you have a favorite Latino creator or a favorite Latino piece of art maybe that 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 can that you think of right now? Not right now. So, just in general. Uh, it can't. It doesn't come to mind. But being that we're talking Spider Man lately, I've been like thinking about how cool it is that we at least definitely have like a Hispanic Spider-Man yep. with Miguel O'Hara yep. in 2099, which I wish they just, which, oh, come on. Which is Oscar oh. Isaac. Yes. And, and he is also Hispanic. And he's, and he's Hispanic and he's playing Moon Knight, Yeah, which mm-hmm. in the next episode, 
that I already recorded with Sean Mott from Metalcore Nerds. We take a deep dive into the Moon Knight trailer and we kind of preview the year of the MCU. So if you like this podcast, go check that one out. We definitely talk about it there. Um, but I agree with you, man. Oscar Isaac's definitely taking over the nerd world. He's in Star Wars, which I love. He's in a bunch of other he's he's in Dune, like one of my favorite yeah. movies of, of, of last year. So awesome. So before we get into the spoilers, because heads up, this is a full-on spoiler discussion. You can't no, talk about it without spoilers. Of no Way Home. General thoughts of the movie with minimal spoilers. What what you got? Let's see. Pandemonium. Absolutely. That's, that's like, if Absolutely. I had to phrase it one word, pandemonium. Absolutely. I, 100%. Awesome. So I am a maniac, and I don't like, I don't have a life. I'm not dating anyone. I'm not doing anything. (laughs) So I went and saw this movie three times opening weekend, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, and then Sunday, because I'm a maniac. I took a day off, but um, it was crazy. It was the, it was the first MCU movie that I remember being this hyped, obviously because of the rumors and speculation. But when I tell you that, so I waited super last minute to find tickets because I got me and my roommates and my best friends tickets first. We were right. all going to go see a Friday, which we did. Uh, we went to Alamo Draft House, shout out Alamo Draft House. Um, I am a, kind of a stickler for stuff. Like I need to, I have a perfect streak of all the MCU movies, right. opening, opening day, opening weekend, I'm there. Haven't missed one yet. Don't plan on missing one unless I'm dead, but um, it was crazy. So I remember getting there and I'm just like, first of all, everything was sold out like screenings right, yeah. Yeah. and you had just like the neck, what I call it, like the neck breaker seats where you have to look back and look yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. I was very lucky that I found a, a small screening of the IMAX uh, right down the street from my house. So that was super cool. So I went, this was my first time, not at a Alamo draft house for an opening night so it was really weird having to like buy the concessions and not have someone come but it it provided a different experience because a lot of the general moviegoers that go to the regal cinemas went and it was so cool because obviously the pandemic killed everything for a lot of people um so it was really cool to see people dress up as the spider-man it was really cool to see so I, I shit you not like I walked in, checked in, got my ticket, ordered, ordered whatever I ordered. I think I ordered like popcorn um, and like a large like soda, which was like a Diet Coke or something. And then I and then I waited in line. So there was a line going from the movie theater that I was in that I was supposed to be in going. I shit you not. From that moment, there was no one in the building. And then I turn around. The concession line stand is the concession line is all the way out the door. Damn. And I was just like, shit, like this, like I had high expectations for this movie before even going in, but I wasn't thinking yeah. it was going to be like that. Um, as of now, this recording, this movie is actually the number four grossest movie of all time. As it should be. As know? it should be. Right. Straight up. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's can't, can't wait to tell my kids like back in my day. Back we in had my this. day. <laughs> so let's get right into it. Obviously, we got the first minute. That was uh, posted by uh, Marvel and Sony. They said, hey, you guys waited long enough. Let's give you this minute. Movie picks up right literally after the Mysterio video leaked. And you have, you know, as he said, pandemonium. There he is. Complete pandemonium. Peter's freaking out. What are your thoughts of how it opened? 
it immediately like you know I, I like that it started immediately fast like you don't even get time to like obviously if you saw the last one you, you're kind of like expecting it okay awesome it's gonna like you know pick up right where it left off but i'm assuming for people that most likely saw it in like just maybe based on the rumors of uh spoiler toby and andrew being in it you know oh yeah like, from this I like... point forward where it's all spoilers so if, if you haven't seen this movie um, if you're the only one person on earth that hasn't seen it go watch it anyways yeah it's so i like that immediately starts off it just throws you in it's like i guess i guess i'll use the analogy of like a roller coaster immediately like holy fuck like his identity is revealed what's gonna happen where is he gonna go he can't like go home which i mean he does but then the news is all over him yeah. immediately you know yeah. so i like that that he just immediately all right no we're not gonna waste any time let's get right into it like right away like they 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 go right into it and it's just completely insane because like so back to like the opening night feeling like i just remember like I don't know, like in Infinity War and Endgame, like those feel mm-hmm. like I was literally anxious. Yeah, yeah. I was like about to like dry heave, like when I was at my um, at like my seat because <laughs> I was like, I can't believe we're here. Like, yeah. First off, the movie got pushed back during the pandemic, mm-hmm. and then it was set in December. So you're like, fuck, like December, like this, like yeah. of course, like the last month <laughs> of the fucking year, <laughs> yeah. right? So just the lead up to that, man, it was just pretty wild. So they're in the they're in the apartment happy comes in and they're trying you know then then we learn that happy and made that split bummer that we'll and we'll get back to those two people later um so obviously stuff's going on the news is all over they know where he lives now and then you get forward to them being arrested mace like hey don't talk you need a lawyer a little hint hint to something coming up soon <laughs> then they're back in the apartment kind of going over what's going on and then the rumors the speculations are true Mm -hmm. charlie cox the daredevil Daredevil. is in the mcu man which it get it it was given to us like in the first like 15 minutes so i was like yeah i was not expecting that at all i was like so we're doing this. I was like, okay, like they're setting the expectations. Like this movie's gonna be fucking nuts because it's gonna be yeah. fucking ridiculous. So we get that scene. We get a tease of 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 the potential that he's gonna have in the MCU. And obviously, if you haven't seen the the Daredevil shows on Netflix after you've seen this movie, go watch them. I'm rewatching yeah. currently, and it's some of the best TV that I've seen yeah. ever. Um, so, which. Now, spoilers for Hawkeye. If you haven't seen Hawkeye, uh, v- Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin is such, in Hawkeye such, as such well. Such a good actor. Oh, my God. So now we have Matt Murdock, Charlie Cox. We have Kingpin, Vincent D'Onofrio. Are we going to get John Bernthal as a Punisher? And are we going uh, to get other people coming into the MCU from the Netflix properties? And how are those Netflix properties going to play into it? Because obviously... The Netflix events loosely reference the MCU events, but mm-hmm. for legal reasons, I think the Netflix events can't be referenced in the Disney events. I'm still trying to figure that yeah, I out. I think it's like a, I think it's it's a like, different company, right? Yeah, it's like a legality. It's like Marvel thing. TV. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but then they're there, they're talking. He tells them, hey, Peter, you didn't really do anything wrong, so they can't arrest you. But, mm-hmm. but, 
you will be perceived in the public eye as a different person, which is kind of the narrative of the whole movie, right? Like your consequences, like, like your actions do have consequences. Um, And then a brick goes through the window. Mm -hmm. He catches it with his bare hand and we get the tease that he is indeed a superhero. What did you think about that scene? I remember like audibly gasping, like my girlfriend was sitting next to me and I just remember like immediately like, oh, like grabbing her arm because like it was just like, yes, I saw the rumors and everything. And like, I think this is the one movie where like I wanted to know as many like leaks as possible because I guess I was just way too hyped. And usually like maybe I'll see one or two. Yeah. I was like, ah, God, like the hype was just like immeasurable. So like seeing him do that, like, but it's, you know, obviously the question still stands. Is it, is everything from the Netflix shows canon to this, or maybe might be loosely canon, you know, it'd be cool if it was, but you know, who knows? We won't know until I guess Marvel's does something or says something, but it, like, <sighs> yeah, they said we were supposed to find out in the finale of Hawkeye, but honestly, <laughs> I am still confused. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. sure there's something I missed. Um, Spoiler alert, I wasn't the biggest fan of the series. I think mm-hmm. it it I think it fell short a little bit of my expectations. Right. Um, but in essence, I wanted that show to make me appreciate Clint Barton more as a superhero, and I did. I wasn't really team Barton at first, and then I saw him in the show, and I'm like, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. People are pissed, but now I'm going on another ramp, but who cares? <laughs> People are pissed of how it ended, but there's literally a comic. There's literally yeah, a yeah. comic where they pull <laughs> yeah. that scene. Not yep. gonna get into spoilers yeah. of that of, of episode of the finale of, of Hawkeye. There's literally a comic panel of that same scene. So if you're bitching and moaning about the show and the finale and how Kingpin was watered down, you're a fucking idiot. Anyways, then we get him going to school. Obviously, the first thing we get the hilarious scene with JV Smoove, Hannibal Burris, and uh Martin Short, where they go over the the, the the mural the thing. mural that yeah, they yeah. build for him which i think it's really funny and then hannibal burris kind of <laughs> plays a right-wing nut like he's yeah, just yeah. a murderer like yeah. really funny remarks i i do appreciate that the comedy was like very minimal in this in this movie mm-hmm. um just because the stakes are high like yeah, it's true. it's it's very very yeah. very clear that the stakes are high in this movie and they let you know from the beginning yeah, the jokes are in there, but it's still like overall more serious tone, which yeah. is you know a good change of pace. Yeah, the jokes were like more like Easter eggs, but we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah. Um, so then the biggest thing is they're going to college. Their their biggest issue is they all want to go to MIT, the school that the one and only Tony Stark went to as well. So then they find out that they're not getting into MIT because it's been revealed that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. So you get the consequences of those actions and you're starting to see that it's starting to affect people around him, not just himself. So you start kind of, I think the biggest issues, not the biggest issues, but the biggest, the biggest, the biggest issues he's faced as a Spider-Man has been trying to balance that line, which obviously we all know that I think people like, yeah, yeah. So go ahead. Like, Oh, sorry. My bad. Not a community. You're good. It's like, uh, how are you supposed to, you know, because that's one thing that I've always like wondered is like, okay, let's say he is at school, 
but you know his spider sense goes off like he, like what is he gonna do like, exactly hey, i'm gonna go to the restroom for like about an hour and a half or something to go save somebody exactly you know? and like so, and like and like referencing the daredevil show like it's really funny because he spends like like the first few episodes of season two and then like the be like mostly season one like just being like oh i gotta go get something in my apartment and then he's out yeah, here, yeah yeah and then he's out here getting his ass kicked it's like you can only fake yeah. it for so long you know yeah indeed but then they they reveal they get denied which leads him to the sanctum sanctorum mm. he gets to the sanctum we get the introduction of dr strange which many people thought he was Mephisto for some reason. Yeah, okay. Uh, I understand there's a comic. I get it. But, like, until I see Ghost Rider in there, then then I'll, I'll, I'll say, okay, Mephisto is definitely in here. Exactly, you know? yeah. yeah. The, the comic that he's referencing is Spider-Man One More Day. It's a really good comic storyline where it's kind of a Civil War crossover because it does affect some of those, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man number 544. Um which seemingly just hits him trying to balance a double life with him. He he goes to the demon Mephisto, says, hey, man, I can't do this shit anymore. Shit gets <laughs> fucked up. This yeah. time he goes to Doctor Strange, which Doctor Strange in this movie was absolutely like perfect. People were like, oh, not another like Avenger in a fucking movie. Helping him. Like, yeah, yeah. first of all, Iron Man and this throwback to my to my buddy, Sean who says the same thing as I do. Iron Man was in that movie for like fucking not even a full five minutes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It shut the fuck up. Yeah. And well, so, even not to go back to homecoming, but they have that scene to clearly showcase that he's capable of doing things on his own when he's like trapped under the rubble yep. and he's calling for help, but he does it himself. Exactly. Like, exactly. Why? Building this, this, yeah. this whole trilogy was and even the movies in civil war and infinity war and Endgame, like these these were built to get to this point like yeah and and you find out later on in the movie and you'll find out later in this discussion that what we're talking about he gets to the doctor strange doctor uh, the sanctum sanctorum he asks him hey man this is what's going on i need some help funny enough they kind of Wong is there, which we find out that Wong is now the Sorcerer Supreme because, as we all know, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange got snapped. I kind of, I kind of completely forgot, and I was like, "What the yeah. fuck?" And it made me it, question everything. I was like, "Oh, I know." I was like, "Wait, when did this happen?" And then I was like, "Oh, I forgot." Yeah. yeah. Um, your thoughts about the Sanctum scene? I thought it was really good, and we'll get into the spell casting here in a little bit. But mm. just the beginning, I think it was really interesting because the Sanctum kind of sets the, the tone for right, right. Yeah. the rest of the movie. Uh, he goes, can you cast some type of spell? Wong tells him, hey, don't cast the spell. It's a really, you know, whatever. Um, which we were thrown off by the trailer because the wink doesn't happen. And then I yelled mm-hmm. so loud. I was like, he didn't fucking wink. Because um, he did it. Yeah, and yeah. it was really funny. Yeah, it yeah. was really funny. So they go down to. Which they always do that in their trailers, right? Yeah, like yeah. alter scenes. Yeah, exactly. Which they go down to the the basement. And he starts doing the spell. He tells him, shut up. He doesn't listen. He keeps doing it, doing it, doing it. So apparently there's an issue going on. Some people say five. Some people say six. I think it's six times that he tries to spell mm-hmm. and then the spell gets out of control. The multiverse breaks open in within the sanctum and then they contain it. 
they contain it. Contain. Contain it. They contain <laughs> it in a very, very little thing that is similar to the dimension, pocket dimension that he trapped uh, Ultron and Killmonger from What If, which I always said that I felt like What If was a test for to see what we like and what we don't like and what stuff that they're going to give us in the MCU. And I'm kind of right. Off, see how far they can push it. Like, okay, yeah. maybe, don't digest this nonsense, but maybe not this. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. then you start. And then you start figuring out that, you know, the spell was cast, but people still, still remember him. And the biggest the reason why the spell was cast was for them to get into MIT. Uh, but stuff happens and the spell doesn't doesn't go the right way. Then we start getting and Dr. Strange is like, sorry, kid, I tried to help you. And then he calls Flash Thompson, who's like, hey, man, I got into MIT. Can you help me figure out where the recruiting coordinator is or something like that? And then we get to the bridge scene, oh, which oh, which oh. we've all which we've all seen, <laughs> which we've all seen clips it was in the trailer doc Ock. Doc Ock. most of their marketing oh god i know it's <laughs> despite the issues with the marketing i the movie was still perfect like yeah yeah like mm-hmm. doc ock is back alfred molina in in the flesh oh, alfred fucking lena oh my god what you god. think about the bridge scene well being that i even though like it was in the most of their marketing, I remember it being like a meme, especially like you know being on Spider Man Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you know it was still fucking amazing regardless. Because the the second part of that that we don't see is like nothing that I expected whatsoever. I was like, oh, they're gonna fight. Maybe he'll like make it out. You know, Iron Spider suit gets broken by by Doc Ock, but no, like he uses that shit to contain his arms. And it's just something that I never expected in my life, you know, being, and that's a, I guess the cool thing that they didn't keep it like, Oh, they didn't just like, Oh, they can fight whatever. And then we move on. But no, they like switched that shit. Like they stretched it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was awesome. So obviously, so obviously call back to uh, Spider-Man two, probably one of the best comic book movies of all Mm -hmm. time. Uh, There's a callback. There's a movie. There's a reference in that movie that all that uh, Osborne was working on nanotech and uh, they fight. He pins Peter to a pillar under the bridge. And sure enough, he absorbs his nanotechnology, which is the Iron Man technology, the, the Stark technology. And then he is like, oh, nanotech seems like we have uh, an upgrade here. Come to find out that Peter can control that nanotech. He controls it, gets out of the hold. And then we find out hey, you're not Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm-hmm. I am Peter Parker. And he's like, no, you're not Peter, the Peter Parker I know. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? I remember, I like his little, where he's like so confused. He's like, do I know you? Like, <laughs> you know? So good. Um, yeah, it's so definitely, definitely like Peter Parker. And especially the way he like says it. It's just adorable. But um I don't remember. Maybe it's just because I haven't seen Spider-Man 2 in a while, but did they mention that Osborne was working on nanotech? In that so movie? if I'm correct, I think he he goes, thanks to the wonderful people at Osborne Corp, mm. we were able to. And then 
there's not a, I think it's in the first one, but in the mm-hmm. second one, he refers that Harry gave them the technology to do what they were able to do. Right, right. Tentacles. Mm-hmm. And then in the first movie, uh, he references his work in nanotechnology. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. 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 So Damn, which yeah. which I may, I may be wrong on that, and if I am, mm-hmm. you guys can call me out, but I don't give a fuck. So <laughs> I've seen this movie a few times, but not so many. Um, yeah. You find out he can control the arms. He controls them, and then you hear the laugh. Yeah. Oh, the the laugh. The oh, laugh, man. and probably the second best actor in this movie. Tom oh, Holland man. absolutely did amazing, and then. You have Willem Dafoe, and then a co- controversial topic. I think and uh, Andrew Garfield totally redeemed himself. Oh, dude, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get into that as once but, we get to but, that. Part, yeah, but. but we're jumping ahead. So, and then Pumpkin Bomb rolls out. Mm-hmm. He goes Norman, and then Peter's like, "Wait, you know this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, like. Ah. I guess, well, this scene comes after the bridge scene, but... It's okay. Just we, can, like, we can go wherever. We're, it's just I a am, general discussion. I am upset that he broke his mask, but I do... I am okay why they did it, because then you see his face more often. You see his expressions and stuff, and he, like, looks creepy and talks creepy without the mask regardless. Yeah, so in, so, in, 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 in the topic of, of the Green Goblin, um, I think the, taking off the mask was the right move. Yeah. Because then the I was I mean I was a kid so I didn't really know what the fuck was going on when the when the yeah. when the first movie came out but right. that image was terrifying already but yeah. but the craziest thing about William Dafoe as an actor is that his facial expressions are so fucking good yeah and yeah, they are. you see it a lot in this movie and um, we'll we'll talk about the Green Goblin so they get taken back to the Sanctum he tells them hey we have visitors from other dimensions. Uh, he goes, wait, there's the multiverse screw again? We just call back yeah. to Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, far from home. Far from home. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so then we find out that, hey, and Lizard's already in the cell, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lizard in the cell, and then you know he tells him, hey, Scooby-Doo this shit, which was another misdirection from the trailer. And then we get the scene of uh, we're kind of jumping around here, folks. I don't really care. So uh, it's just a good old discussion between two pals. So and then he breaks the helmet. And you hear the laugh and you kind of see the multiple personality play yeah. into it. Mm-hmm. He's like, leave me alone. No, I'm not going to leave you alone. It's a whole other world to conquer. We're we're yeah, we're. Yeah. We're in a better universe now. Like, Which is still getting... completely in character from Sam Raimi because in that in Spider-Man 1, he does have discussions with his mask like multiple times. Yep. Yeah, so He even has know. discussions with himself in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like a it's whole other person. Which yeah. It's just insane. Yeah. And then he tells them, hey, we need to find these people and send them back to their universes. And he goes, okay. But he wasn't under the impression that he they were going to die in their universe. Yeah. Which I really like that. I mean, at first I was like, fuck, but then I was like, okay, like this is, this is on brand for the yeah, MC, the MCU Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So then we get the electro and Sandman appearance reveal. Um, I was really stoked on uh, Sandman. He's, 
Thomas Hayden Church in Spider-Man 3 was probably one of the coolest things of that fucking terrible movie. Um, <laughs> it's it's terrible, you, though. I mean, uh, it's kind of bad. You're right. Like, it does have its shortcomings, but even when I watch it now, like, this movie's fucking awesome. Like, like I mean, I'll, I'll watch that movie over any other fucking Venom movies that we have, so. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, <laughs> definitely, same. So, uh, Electro Sandman appearance, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, obviously, I am sad that, like, Thomas Haney Church couldn't actually fully be in it. Like, I know they use his voice, which mm-hmm. is, you know, still great, but obviously it would have been nice to see, like, his, um, you know, him actually being there, you know, with everyone instead of just, I don't know, probably being mo-capped by some, like, random actor, you know, and then just hear cop in the booth and just say yeah. all these lines, you know. Yeah. But still awesome nonetheless, and I like – but it's still confusing because, like, I know Doctor Strange mentions that, like, uh, they all die fighting Spider-Man, but if all – so Sandman included, but obviously we don't get to see that because there was no Spider-Man 4 – but so I'm wondering if, like how he died potentially. Good he point. still remembers. Good point. He because still remembers pe- him. Yeah, because people were like, okay, like, but like, how does he know? And it's like, well, he knew he was Peter Parker. Yeah. Um, which so going back to Thomas Hayden Church, I think they repurposed footage of him and Lizard, mm-hmm. uh, the yeah, actor that played Lizard. Um, because yeah. it's literally just another angle of it. Yeah. But I yeah. still cried like a baby when I oh, like, dude, of course. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god, it's Thomas Hayden Church. <laughs> like, uh but I knew it was repurposed footage. I didn't really fucking care. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was stoked enough that they were able to still honor those legacies of those mm-hmm. two actors because while the Amazing Spider-Man movies aren't perfect, they're some of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. I do think that those two actors killed their roles. There's nothing wrong with the casting of those movies. Absolutely no. nothing. Yeah, wrong. yeah. Not those characters, some of those characters in the Amazing Spider-Man in the in the two movies they did had some really poor writing. And then the and then Sony just did what Sony does and yeah. they didn't make a Spider-Man four. They didn't let Sam Raimi do what he wanted with Spider-Man three. And, you know, whatever. That's that's that discussion for another time. Yeah. But anyways, we get we get the we get Electro coming out. He's basically playing Jamie Foxx. He's yeah. not playing. Electro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's not playing Electro. He's the little tooth gap guy from spider-man 2 he's not yeah he's not playing he's he's, he's basically playing jamie fox which is fine by me i think honestly in order for him to come back that was like his biggest gripe like i don't want to fucking be blue (laughs) but we do find out that he is blue Mm -hmm. but the way they describe that is the energy in the mcu is different which i was like okay this is cool this is really rad this is super rad then you find out, then Sandman slowly starts to pick up on things. He's like, you're not Peter Parker. Who are you? Mm-hmm. Boom. They get sent back to the Sanctum. What did you think about that? Um, I guess I could say that's another thing that I didn't expect to happen so quickly. Because uh, that's still, like, kind of still very, like, first act, kind of. Yep. You know? So, but then it sets up the scene where they're in the basement of the Sanctum Sanctorum. And it's like... they're. You know, obviously, as a kid, I was like, man, I just wish these characters got to interact. I wish yep. these villains would talk to each other. And they finally do. And it's, oh, man, it's, yep. it's awesome. Yeah. Yep. So then so then we go back to Feast, which is the organization that Aunt May and uh, Happy and Peter put together to help out the, the neighborhood, your friendly neighborhood yeah. Spider-Man. Yeah. And then we find out that the one and only William Dafoe, the Green Goblin, Norman Osborn has reached out 
to feast to help them. Mm-hmm. We see him there. And then May kind of tells him, hey, this is your responsibility. Like, you brought them here. You need to fix this. Which and, is another thing I didn't expect either. You know, I thought he was going to like, oh, we're going to have to find him first and then capture him. You know? Yeah. So then yeah. so then they go over to the Sanctum and Dr. Strange is like, well, what the fuck is he doing here? <laughs> yeah. And then he traps him. And then they have the conversation of, hey, all these people died in your universe. Died in their in their perspective universes by your hand, your Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh shit. And then they kind of start to realize that they're gonna get sent back. They kind of start plotting things, and then you get, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. Oh my god, I can't believe they did that. I mean, I'm I'm glad that they did, but like just hearing it, like. Uh, I can't even, I, I can't explain it. It was just, there was, there were so many, like the, so my last two screenings of the movie mm. I saw, so the, I saw with like a, a decent crowd, right? Right, right? right. Thursday night, like the Matt Murdoch scene, huge, mm. huge pop. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All the, all the villains, huge pop. That scene, huge pop. Yeah. I just, yeah. I actually wish my theater was like that. Cause I couldn't see it on opening day because i yeah. fumbled the bag i couldn't get the tickets for me and my friends and so it I happens it for, man they dropped them yeah. at such a weird time and yeah the, the marble fans are no mm. fucking joke <laughs> yeah and then so i got it from saturday and i think other than me and like maybe i mean i couldn't hear my friends but in my own head i was like the only one like cheering people were clapping and stuff but there's nothing beats that feeling of like being so hyped with a bunch of other people. Like when I saw Endgame, like opening night in IMAX and everybody cheering, everybody screaming. It's I, I can't like you can't beat that feeling of being like so happy oh, with so many and, people. And and I I went to go see the rest of the Marvel movies in 2021, mm-hmm. opening opening night and opening day, and, and they weren't full like this one was. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. this one was full because of the implications and of, of right. all the characters that were potentially yeah. involved. And and they were. Um, but I remember just hearing that and I said, he fucking said it. <laughs> and it was so funny because like, I was like, oh fuck, like I need to calm down. And everyone yeah. was just like, everyone else had the same reaction, which I was yeah. like, fucking dope. Yeah. That happens. Then we get, in my opinion, one of the best scenes. He kind of, he, he, the name of the fucking box. I always forget it, but mm-hmm. it was the box that he needed to put them in to send them back to their universes. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Doctor Strange, him being Peter Parker, Spider Man, have one of the best fight scenes I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He he's like, "Don't do it, Peter." He takes the box. They go outside. He hits them with the astral projection. Yeah, and then we get. I, I don't know if you noticed. Mm-hmm. It took me a second. Well, I saw I noticed it on the first time, but I didn't really put the, anything. The spider sense. The spidey sense. Like, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. If there was any way to do it, it would be that. But still, like, I've obviously like I've I've researched it a little bit, and it's like, oh, he was able to do that because he has spider sense, but like maybe if there's something else, other I guess not otherworldly. I guess I lost my train of thought, but it was just it was awesome seeing like you know him just like. He was so stoked to like be astro projected. Like he doesn't even care that like he Doctor Strange did that. He's just like, oh, you know, this is awesome. He just starts like, floating back to yeah, his he body. Like swipes back <laughs> to his body, which I was like, this is so dope. It's a spidey sense. Yeah. Something really, really important later in the movie as well. But then 
He gets back into his body. They cast him through to the to the mirror dimension. And then we get just beautiful, beautiful CGI. They go through the scene and then they're stuck in this little warp thing. And then Peter being Peter figures out that this is simple geometry. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He beats out Doctor Strange by using fucking math. Yeah, which is fucking insane because, I mean, I suck at math. I would have been stuck in there for the rest of my life. Like, which, which so. again, people complaining that this Peter Parker isn't a Peter Parker, you can go mm-hmm. respectfully go fuck off. This Great. movie this movie was probably the most Peter Parker movie we've gotten mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. And, 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 I agree. Yeah. And maybe next to the Amazing Spider-Man stuff, but just because Hot Take Toby in the Spider-Man movies is a massive piece of shit. <laughs> He's a massive piece of shit. I'm sorry. Especially in Spider-Man 3. Like, you can't be that oblivious to everything going on, especially with your girlfriend. Like, come on, dude. Dude, he, like, puts Mary Jane through, like, abuse. Like, it's not cool. <laughs> and I he's fuck- like, I'm Spider-Man. Uh, you're just a regular person. Like, I trust me, I understand. I'm like, that's not fucking Peter Parker, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, now you're just being a fucking asshole. Yeah. Um, what'd you think about that scene? He beats out Doctor Strange, beautiful graphics. We get the mm-hmm. whole shebang in that movie. But what'd you think about that? I obviously, like you mentioned, the CGI. Like when I saw Doctor Strange, I was like, this is fucking gorgeous. Like, oh, yeah. just all of the buildings like bending into each other, and you know, just him. I like how he's like, you know, he's obviously doing like the mental math. He starts kind of like looking around Church and just like, yeah, yeah and it's it's crazy. And then he just, obviously he leaves them there, which Still, again, just goes to show, like, if people complain that he's not Peter Parker because he's not, you know, I guess doing, like, scientist-type stuff or, you know, him being really smart, like, you get it here. Like, it's been there the whole time. Maybe yeah. in, in Far From Home, Homecoming, maybe it's just, like, spread out. But here you clearly see it, you know. And, yeah, like like you said, like, it is – he is definitely Peter Parker. If you're saying he's not, then you're probably just in love with Toby or Andrew, which I am too, but, like – Which is fine. But yeah, yeah. let's let's be honest here. Yeah. Tom Holland is the best Peter Parker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> best Spider Man. Yeah, I think he gets the best of both worlds. And man, that that fucking scene, the train stuff. I thought they were gonna like. Obviously, that's clearly a callback to Spider Man Two. But like, oh yeah, I thought they were gonna do something well, else with I, it. You know what I? So shout out new rock stars. I think he did an Easter, he did an Easter egg video, mm-hmm. and if I'm correct, the same it's the same number of the train from Spider mm. from Spider Man like uh what um like so uh, so like you have like city buses and they're like yeah yeah, yeah. so it's that same number i mm, think I'd, i'm I, okay, okay. I, I may be wrong but um shout out eric boss at at new rock stars because he's always ki- always killing it with yeah. those videos uh yeah i love that scene but just because like so i'm not the biggest fan of the doctor strange movie the first one mm-hmm. it wasn't a big fan of the character i love him in the comics mm-hmm. um but I was just like, man, like this is still kind of growing on me. He kind of grew on me during Infinity War, right. um, and in this movie, I was just like, okay, like <laughs> we're, we're here. Like this yeah. is fine. I love it. He gets out of the mirror dimension, goes back. Then we get my probably my favorite scene in the movie: the apartment scene. They go to Happy's. They go to Happy's uh, penthouse, and you see through the little ring door camera yeah. all the heroes walking <laughs> all the villains and the yeah. heroes walking 
Hmm. And then the little distortion when Electro walks by, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh, chef's kiss. <laughs> so then they're in the apartment trying to get fixed. And Electro's just kind of always like, oh, something's not right here. Like, I'm not yeah. really feeling this. And then you get, they find the piece of Stark technology that is probably going to play into armor wars that that happy mm. was having in his apartment and then they're like well what the, what is this he tells them it's a piece of technology that i can use to like literally make anything and then we get the call back to uh far from home where he where he makes the uh where he makes his own suit uh after and in the heart-wrenching scene where happy looks at him and you're like he's like nothing he's like and and you knew yeah that that reminded him of tony yeah yeah for sure for sure um i well also when he like introduces the machine he's just like yeah this just kind of exists in my universe yep or, yeah like he's just like yeah yeah i could make anything and you know they're all like in amazement like he's like small flex <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah yeah so my universe has this like you know so, so then so then you get him doing science with norman osborne they fit they oh, so good they figure out the little things obviously we all knew that the, the problem for uh doc ock was the inhibitor chip in the back of his head that made him go evil mm-hmm. um they fix it they fix it they he's like okay first person goes here puts it in he he changes he's back the tentacles go back to white uh alfred molina great actor absolutely killed that role and then he's like, Norman, I haven't seen you. And just so, so much dialogue in this movie. Just like, I, I, I cried the moment Matt Murdock was on screen. And I probably yeah, yeah. never stopped crying. Because like, and it's it not even like in a sad cry. Like, I remember crying too. But just because of like, like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, this exactly. is real. You know? Exactly. Like, and like, yeah, when, when they do switch out his inhibitor chip. And it, it is like, kind of like. It's, it's nice. Like, he can finally, like, calm down and go back to being his own self instead of being, like, you know, obviously controlled by the the arms. So that is nice. And then, obviously, he that also comes into play, like, later at the end, but we'll get there. Yeah. So then you get the scene of Norman, like, this is kind of finally fix you. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. And then we get... There's just so many good scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we yeah. get... They're in the room, and he's looking. He he, spider sense comes yeah, back. Yeah, spider sense comes in, and he f- knows that something is not right. Yeah. And then the camera pans, and then you see him. You see Norman walks over to the machine, and then you see his switch. Yeah. He hits him with the web, and then the Green Goblin is back. Yeah. And Which. Then- do you think like, like you can't control it? Like it just happens, or do you like? Because I don't think that's ever explained, and I probably won't be. Like if when so, does the personality take over? So from my knowledge, he Norman fights it, but mm. the Green Goblin personality takes over okay, Norm, okay, okay. Norman. Yeah. Which then he goes Norman, Doc goes Norman, and then it's become a meme now. But it's mm. my favorite line. He's like. Norman is on sabbatical, <laughs> honey. Like, oh man, like that whole line is yeah, so good. Yeah. And then you realize that maybe Peter is chewing off, you know, taking on too much. 
Yeah, yeah. Maybe he shouldn't fix these guys because they're all evil. And then we get the crazy fight scene. I'm probably oh. jump. So I'll I've I've been talking a lot, so I'll let you talk about this fight scene. What you think about this fight scene? It's like I still yeah I like think like I, I whenever I do whenever I after like a couple days after like you know the movie was like not fresh anymore I still like holy shit that fucking fight scene was brutal as fuck like it's and, and I like that it is like just hand to hand it isn't like Norman being on his glider these dudes are just beating the shit out of each other yep. and then Norman just putting them through floors through walls and um I do, I do remember reading an article where Tom Holland says they used one of the Spider-Man PS4 moves and it's the one where uh, he essentially like webs the ground and then like pushes himself pushes to the him, floor. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like ugh, that fight scene is insane. One part that I, I, we know we did skip because like uh, like there's too many awesome things. There's so there. many things, but guess yeah. what? We're all, we're here to cover yeah. all of them and we're just gonna um, keep banning. That's so. you know where Electro's thing, uh, his uh, little chest. I forgot the name of it, but it's almost oh. finished. And yeah, as soon so as Norman switches, you know, yeah, he's so like, nah, to hell with this, man. Like, yeah, so you get the tension. Mm-hmm. Good point. You get the tension of the the arc reactor kind of loading up. And on top of that tension, you get the Norman switch and then you get the mm-hmm. fight. Electro blast Doc Ock out of the building, which I, from the beginning, thought. So we all knew from the Sam Raimi movies that Doc Ock was never really evil. Yeah, yeah. He was just corrupted by the machine. Right, right. So everyone was like, oh, like he's obviously going to get help. People were thinking this was going to be a sinister, sinister six movie, and it wasn't, which is fine by me because yeah, I'm movie, actually glad it wasn't. You know, I feel like that deserves its own thing. You know, a thing in the MCU, like yeah. done right. Yeah. So then you get the fight scene, and then you know they go down to they kind of they, and according to Tom Holland, when it was revealed that William Dafoe was in this movie, he did say. He did mention the video game thing. He said, hey, like mm-hmm. we took something from the video game, but we can't tell you because it's a spoiler. Yeah. And then he also mentioned in an interview that this, this, and I'm guessing is this fight because the fight on the shield wasn't as, phys- it was brutal, but it wasn't as physical. Right, right. Because um, they went through walls and shit on this mm-hmm. one. <laughs> yeah. And let me tell you, Peter gets his fucking ass kicked. Yeah, dude. Straight up. Like, I, we don't really see that. I mean, we see them fighting Sam Raimi's uh, Spider-Man, but like here, like it's clearly shown like, even though he is obviously older, you know, oh, I don't know his, like, canonical, like, age in this movie. But, yeah. um, like, Green Goblin could beat some ass, bro. I'm pretty oh. sure he could take on one of the other villains oh, as well. Oh, dude, like, it's fucking yeah. insane. Like, yeah. the way he just floored Peter. Peter got his ass handed to him. And then you yeah. realize... Oh, then, mm, sorry. Go ahead. No, I, go ahead. I have to mention this. When, uh, when Peter is on top of him... He punches him oh. and he laughs maniacally. He, oh, every punch just keeps getting, and then yeah. his facial reactions. Yeah, like, he's like, he, he don't care. Like, keep punching me. I'm still going to beat the shit out of you. Like, uh, awesome. And then you get the sense that, like, Peter's like, oh, fuck. Like, I did. Like, yeah. like, like I can't do this. Yeah. So then they, they fight. Goblin goes off wherever he goes off to. And then he comes back. If I'm going in the wrong order, like, Please correct me. No, the fine. notes are very scattered. <laughs> um, he fixed his dock, and then we get. Let me see here. Yeah. So then, obviously, the fight happens. The spider sense tingles. Norman laughs as he keeps getting his ass kicked. And then somehow, uh, we get 
to the outside of the of the building, and we see that J. Jonah Jameson is out there trying to get trying to get his fucking seconds of fame into it, and then we get. So then he in the apartment he tells May to run out with the serum. She runs out, and then we get the scene where they're fighting in the lobby. And I didn't think they were gonna do this. Yeah, same. I know where you're going at big same. I I didn't think they were gonna do this. Norman throws a pumpkin bomb, breaks everything, fucking just destroys shit. And then the glider hits May. He tells Peter, you're struggling because you're, you're, you're trying to choose between being a hero and a kid. And you can't live both lives. Same yeah. thing as Dr. Strange has told him. Yeah. And the biggest thing is that you have to make sacrifices to be a hero, which has been the biggest thing at, at this point for, for, this, for this MCU's Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. The glider hits May and I go... There's no way she survives this. Yeah, yeah. There's but just, for a moment there, it looks like it. They they for get she, you. Yeah, they, yeah, they get you. They, they get you. And then she's like trying to be strong for Peter because Peter obviously has lost so much at this point. He's lost Tony. He's mm-hmm. going to lose a lot of other shit. And then did I cry? I sure fucking did. Marissa, same, Marissa, Marissa Tomei died. Gorgeous. And then she and then she utters the MCU version of "With great power comes great responsibility." Mm -hmm. And well, well, which is actually apparently I didn't even know this up until like I researched it on my own. That's actually the original way it was. uh, With great power, there must also come. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. The actual comic book version. uh, Not sure when that specific issue came out, but that's actually like the actual word for word. Oh wow! I was not aware of that. Holy shit! Yeah, that happened, and I'm already crying because I knew yeah. she was gonna die. Yeah, and then the way the glider yeeted the fuck out of her. <laughs> that thing didn't hit her; it yeeted the fuck yeah, yeah. out of her. Yeah. And you're like, "There's no way she survives this." Mm. And then she says it, and I got I audibly like just went, <gasps> and then I <laughs> cried even harder because yeah. I was like, "She's dead! Like, like she's yeah. gonna die." And then you get the confirmation that she dies. Yeah, and then Which was also a misdirection in the trailer because I remember there's a scene where he's like, it's clearly May, and he's like, I can't save everyone, and that scene isn't in the movie like whatsoever. That's true, yeah. to my knowledge, and it's in the same lobby. So yeah, yeah, That's... I didn't think she was going to. I didn't think they were gonna pull that. Um, I thought maybe somebody else was gonna die, like uh, oh, MJ. Honest to God, because like towards the end, you know, uh, with that whole thing happening, but yeah. Yeah, I was under the impression MJ was gonna die too. I didn't or think. Ned. I didn't think. I didn't think they would pull the the on the Gwen. But but I I'm glad that they saved it though because yeah. my biggest issue to me was so the Amazing Spider-Man. Uncle Ben dies. Right. Uncle Ben dies in the first trilogy as well. The mm-hmm. the Raimi trilogy, and it's used as a catalyst, but it almost gets, in my opinion, buried. Overused. So, mm-hmm. to me, like, what I'm really stoked about this new Batman movie is that we get the fucking origin story. Like, mm-hmm. we know Spider-Man gets bit by a fucking spider. Uncle right. Ben dies. He becomes Spider-Man. We get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same thing with the Batman. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. We know his fucking parents get killed in the alley because they're fucking yeah. rich. Like we get yeah. that. We don't. Yeah, need it's like at the, yeah, it's like at this point everybody knows how it goes. Yeah. Like yeah. we don't need that. So I'm glad that they used Aunt May's death to be a catalyst for him to realize that, like, yo, like I can't keep doing this, and re- mm-hmm. like this has real consequences. Yeah. Something I missed talking about that. Um, I was already a mess when it happened, but mm-hmm. what killed me even more is when Happy pulls in mm. and he hey. knows. Yeah, he just he knows. knows. And he's like getting arrested. He just doesn't care because like, he, he tells Peter, you, he tells Peter, you got to go. Yeah. He, he gets arrested. He tells Peter, you got to go. And then we fade into uh, Ned's uh, Ned's home. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. We're getting to the juicy stuff here, guys. <laughs> I, know, I, I know we've been ranting a lot, but just stay with us because we're going to get to the juicy stuff. He gets, we, we go over to Ned's apartment and then we realize that Ned has stolen one of the sling rings from Doctor Strange. They're kind of fucking around with the idea of the sling ring and... Um, uh, MJ goes, we need to find Peter Parker. We need to go find him. He hasn't been responding to us. And then we get the scene. He opens a portal. We get the scene. And lo and behold, the amazing Spider-Man himself, Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield. pops out of the oh, screen. Man. Immediate reactions to that. Immediate reactions is like, okay, I was not expecting for them to come in that way, like at all. So when I saw it, I was like, you know, I was uh, had my friend on one side, had my girlfriend on the other. So I was like grabbing both of their like essentially like their uh, their wrists. Like, oh, my God, this is it. Like, no way, no way, no way, no way. And here he comes. He comes running towards the screen. And lo and behold, there he is, Andrew Garfield. And his, you know, the, you see the suit and everything. That's him. But as I feel soon, like as soon as they open the, the portal and he looks over, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like you see his Fucking eyes him. like you yeah. see the distinctive eyes of his but, of, of his but even though you know it's him and as as much as you're hyped already when he takes his mask off is it's when i feel like it set yeah it sets in like oh man like it and then is once in a lifetime thing i think and then again i like the fact that the way they use magic in this movie like it's mm-hmm. And maybe the multiverse too, because obviously the multiverse broke in order for the spell broke stuff in order Mm -hmm. for them to come into this universe. Right. Mm -hmm. You get the, you get the scene and then uh, she's like, you're not Peter Parker. She's like, I'm literally Peter Parker. (laughs) Like She's like, you're not Spider-Man. She's like, he's like, yeah, I'm Spider-Man. How can I prove it to you? And then he proves it to them. That's the thing. And then you get the scene of, it was just hilarious because Ned's grandma is terrified. Mm yeah and then and then he crawls on the roof and she's like hey can you go get that uh can you go get that cobweb for me and he does yeah he does being the good guy that he is and then you're like okay like where's the other guy yeah yeah and i was already a mess when i i've been honestly no cap i was crying the whole fucking time already yeah but i was like ugly crying so then the moment i've been waiting for Mm mm-hmm they open and then she's like, "Well, this isn't our Peter, so let's try to open another portal and see if we can find our Peter." Yeah, yeah. and you know it's coming, like right there and there, like, oh, oh they, man. They open the portal, and lo and behold, Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. I was speechless. I was crying, 
And I go, holy shit, I can't believe that it's him. Mm-hmm. And then their spider sense goes off and they yeah. fight and they have a web <laughs> and they have a web off. Yeah. Oh man. Like uh, go ahead. I just I don't even Mike. Okay, well, before I go ahead and just talk about how amazing that scene was, I'm still curious, like. Where exactly was he? Was he just like on the street somewhere walking? Because I know he does mention like he sees Andrew and he's like, wait, he's not your friend. And then that's when like the spider yeah, sense the goes spider off. sense goes off. So like maybe it's just me wanting more Toby uh, content in the MCU. But I'm like so curious to see both of their points of view of like when they got in there and them realizing like uh, I am not home right now. Yep. Like what is going on? But him just showing up like i know so many people were still like oh no they're not in it like there's no way they're in it like come on and you know to all the doubters out there you can go fuck yourself like this is awesome and i just don't think it will ever be topped unless like secret wars comes out but that's like super far away i think we're getting secret wars but we'll yeah. get to that point later um yeah so he comes out and the funniest thing of this whole thing is is that Nate's grandma was terrified to see Andrew, but she mm-hmm. was like totally swooning over, yeah, yeah. over over uh Toby, which I think is funny, but also kind mm-hmm. of plays into the age that at this point, Toby's pretty fucking old, man. Yeah, yeah. I think I he's mean, even in his 40s now. Uh, you know, he's like my mom's age now, I think. Yeah. Which is just fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. Because that movie that movie was 20 years ago. Jesus. I'm, well, I think I was like 2000. How old was I? I was one year old when Sam Raimi Spider-Man came out. It's insane. I was, yeah. I was, I was eight. Yeah. So that's yeah. insane. Um, yeah. We get that scene and then they have the web off. Then she's like, okay, you guys aren't the Spider-Man. Like we need to go find my friend. Like, mm-hmm. and then the Spider-Sense thing kind of goes off. And then she's like, and then Toby's like, your friend needs our help and we need to go find him. Yeah. Then they go find him on top of one of the most beautiful Oh, before we get to that scene, the scene, and I believe this is after May dies. Yeah, it is after May dies. He's on a rooftop. It's raining. You get a big electronic billboard with J. Jonah Jameson announcing mm-hmm. that Spider-Man is a menace to society, that yeah. he needs to be stopped. Yeah. And it's one of the most beautifully shot MCU shots of all time. It's straight out of a fucking comic panel because he's there. He's defeated. It's raining. You have J. Jonah Jameson in the background, which I guess technically is a variant of the J. Jonah Jameson from the Raimi universe right, right. at this point. Yeah. Um, which begs to, which I, I don't want to necessarily say it's a plot hole, but mm-hmm. like, how do you explain him being in this universe mm-hmm. be- before the spell? Honestly, I'm going to be honest. I don't care. I, I 100%. Like, he is the perfect actor to play Jay Jonah, like straight up. And like, I, I, I liked how they revamped it to for him to be like some fucking like Alex Jones motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> like I like how he's also selling his supplements in the su- movie too. Supplements. Oh man. So you get that scene and then you have the Spider-Man stuff, and then now we're back to the same page. But mm. uh then you get the beautiful scene where they're on the roof, and then he's like before they go to the roof, he's like, Well, he he asked MJ, which is Peter Parker's girlfriend in, in this universe. Mm-hmm. He goes, does your does 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 he have a spot where he goes to kind of disassociate? And she goes, yeah, I, I think I know where it is. And then you and then you get kind of the conversations of them where like, 
well, mine is just on top of the Empire State Building. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, that's a good spot. Hey, but, yeah, but, I, a good spot. <laughs> but I use the Chrysler Building. And then he's like, oh, that's another good spot. Yeah. Then you pan over to, to them finding Peter broken, shattered, completely done for on the rooftop where they were having the discussion of what if what if I just wasn't Spider-Man anymore? Yeah. Then you get them on top of the water tower mm-hmm. and there's and their Spider-Man positions. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh my God. Yeah. They jump down. He kind of freaks out. He's like, I don't know who to trust anymore. Then you get the conversations of we know how you felt because we've lost people too. And then he goes, Whoa, 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 don't tell me you know how you felt because of this. And then I'm missing some of the dialogue, but I know he basically mentions like they mention like we've lost people before. We we know what you're feeling. Yeah. Um, so we'll help you. And then they help him. Then we get the um if I may add something for that scene. Yeah, go ahead. I'm so glad that their first scene together, like all three of them, isn't like them immediately joking. Like it's a heartfelt scene where it's like, you know, we exactly like we actually do know what you've been through. And, you know, uh, Sam Raimi, Peter mentions, you know, him losing Uncle Ben. And then the one interesting bit that I loved was Andrew Garfield, obviously mentioning after he lost Gwen, saying he stopped pulling his punches, which obviously I want to see what that looks like. Same. But like, you know, it's ah, it's such a good scene like i'm so glad they didn't immediately go like start like joking with each other or doing the little whatever maybe them thinking that they could do the little spider pointy thingy but like so glad they did it because ah, i don't even know how to explain it it's just he mentions he wants to kill him mm. yeah he oh yes yes, yes. He, he mentions he wants to kill green goblin norman osborne and then you get the talk of when when I lost my MJ, I started pulling mm-hmm. my punches because I couldn't forgive myself. And then yeah. you have um, Toby kind of talk about how he became vindictive and all this stuff. And you get you get a sense that like these Spider Men in their world continued their narrative and, yeah. and their stories, which is really cool. And I eventually do want to go back and see if we can maybe get a glimpse of that, like make Spider Man three, make the Amazing mm-hmm. Spider Man three. Stick, stick Andrew Garfield in the Venom verse with Tom yes. Hardy. Yeah, give us that movie, and keep Tom Hardy the fuck away from Marvel. <laughs> I love him as the choice Hello. for uh, Eddie Brock. Okay, I don't necessarily love the Venom movies. I, yeah, if, if yeah, whenever we get to that part of his character, yeah, I'll, I'll elaborate. But Venom yeah. one was Venom one was fun. Yeah, Venom Two: Let There Be Carnage was absolute fucking hot garbage, it. and I absolutely I hate, it. hate it because um, Andy Serkis is an amazing actor and mm-hmm. not yeah. a good director. <laughs> not a good director. I'm sorry, but like, I love Planet of the Apes, but I'm sorry, bro. I I, I can't. But. So then, then they're then they're trying to figure out. Hey, we got a solution. I have solutions to send these guys back. Like, okay, cool. Like we'll help you. We're in. And then you get the little shot of Andrew going. Are you just are you just gonna fight dressed like a youth pastor to Toby? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm <laughs> and I'm glad they did that because yeah. I was like, don't show me the suit right away. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, and then he pulls it and I'm like, just like uh, I'm like a fucking emotional mess. <laughs> yeah. Then they then they go to the school. Uh, and they're working on the and then one of the greatest scenes ever. 
they have the Peter Parkers all together working on a solution to fix them. And then they all tackle their each guys. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'll do, he's like, I'll do this one and you guys do these. So yeah. he's, he's working on a solution. He's working on a solution for Electro and, and Lizard. Toby's working on uh, a Green, Green Goblin. Goblin. He Green... says, like, I've been thinking about it for a while. Like, yeah. how to... I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> Which and is then, also cool that it's just obviously they're all smart. So them doing that stuff together, it just makes sense. And it's it's and it's, awesome. it's, it's yeah. a Peter Parker scene. Yeah, like, yeah. You get confirmation from um Toby. Excuse me, in that scene that him and MJ did end up together, but it was obviously bumpy because of Harry. Yeah. Right. He goes, you know, I had a best friend once and I lost him. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the Harry Easter egg. Yeah. And then and then they're, you know, they're working and then they're trying to call for Peter. And then lo and behold, you get the Peter, the Spider-Man pointing me. Which I didn't catch it like the very first time until like way after. I was like, oh, they did do it. It just, it I was just like, wasn't that obvious. I was, like, I was like, they fucking did it. They fucking <laughs> did it. Which I was like, man, that's so awesome that they did yeah. that because I wasn't really thinking about that. Um, mm-hmm. They do. They do mention all their past mistakes. Toby talks about James. Uh, mm-hmm. We won't call him James Franco because fuck him. But we'll talk about Toby talks about Harry Osborne, how he lost his best friend. Andrew mentions Gwen. And then you're like, okay, we obviously have the teaser from the trailer of MJ falling. Right, right. And everyone's like, how cool would it be? And lo and yeah. behold, it's like they it, it knew have, everything we were yeah, fucking yeah, wanting. Yeah. So then they're like, okay, like how do we get these guys back mm-hmm. to fighting us? Then they agree we're going to go fight them. Then they go fight them. And then they realize that they have to lure someone in, so they do. <clears throat> and then we get more dialogue. He goes, um, oh, well, there's dialogue in the... I'm sorry this podcast is a little over the place. I haven't seen this. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since this movie's been out, yeah. but I don't care because um, we're just talking about it. Um, so then you get them in the... Damn. Yeah, so you get them in the... Then they, then they figure out you have to kind of bring all these superheroes back or these supervillains together uh and then they go over they go over the the web he goes does, does that stuff come <laughs> out of you which like they had to do it they're like if they didn't do it i would definitely would have been sad like oh please mention like the web shooters and stuff because and uh, what is it oh he's like like does it just come out of your arms or does it come out of anywhere else <laughs> And then you get that conversation and then he's like, well, yeah, he's like, does it enough for you guys? And they're like, no, what the hell? Like, no. So, yeah, then, I think Andrew's like, I have to make mine like in a lab and it's like yeah. kind of annoying, you know? And then he's so. like, do you ever get like web block? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, how would I like the part where he's like, I guess Toby feels kind of uncomfortable because it's personal. He's like, I'd rather not talk about this. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that fucking scene. So then you get them going over to the Statue of Liberty where they mm-hmm. kind of reel in all the superheroes and then they you kind of figure out that they're from their own universes so they don't have a plan at first. Yeah, yeah. And then you get the beautiful scene of them jumping and fighting which I believe was Lizard, Electro and Sandman. And Sandman. Yeah. Each of them fight their prospective uh, villains. Then they're like, man, we have to figure something out. 
And then he's like, I've never really worked on a team. Uh, yep, so yep. I haven't worked on a team either. And he, and then, and then. <laughs> uh, great I, I can't even say like prime earth because, or prime timeline, Peter, because yeah. who knows what the timelines are at this point, but yeah. the, but the MCU Peter goes, well, I have, I've worked on a team <laughs> and it's called the Avengers. And then he's like, like that's great. <laughs> okay. What are the Avengers? Is that like a boy band or something? Yeah. 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 And oh, then, man. And then you get the little Easter egg of, okay, there's not an Avengers in any of these mm-hmm. other Spider-Man's universes, which I thought right. was really cool. So what'd you think about that? Um, yeah, because it's always I've always wondered, like, is because obviously it's self-contained in those movies. But I know in the Amazing Spider-Man 2, it's like more elaborated on like a tad, but Sam Raimi's is definitely just he's like Spider-Man is the only hero. In yeah. that universe yeah i mean that we know of that we know if of. spider-man ever for ever gets made but i think that is cool um and then ah, let's see yeah like you know them like you know andrew garfield like are, are you in a band like that that's awesome like especially because before that when they're talking he's like andrew garfield thinking he's lame which i apologize for any ill will that i've ever said on twitter towards andrew garfield he got played dirty. He deserves a second chance for sure. Oh man, so. that 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 whole scene where where Toby's playing like, so this this reminds me of like Peter B. Parker from mm-hmm. uh, Into the Spider Verse, where he's right, right, like, yeah. that was Toby McGuire, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, hey, no, you're amazing. And I was like, ah, <laughs> I see what you did there. I love uh, I I love that whole dialogue scene and. Then they just kind of talk about it, and it was really awesome, man. Like that whole scene was just great. The whole their whole dialogue. I wish we had a little bit more of it. Yeah, a little bit more. But it was. I cool. do like that he mentioned Venom. He's like, like, well, what are the craziest villains you guys like? I once fought a alien made out of black goo. And then he goes, Hey, I fought, I fought, <laughs> I fought in space. And then he goes, Yeah, oh, you space. fought in space. Like, okay, like, watch out, badass over here. Yeah, which I think like, it's really funny. And then Andrew's like, I'm lame. I fought a guy in a robot rhinoceros suit. And he goes, like, Hey, you're not lame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I forgot what part we were on. It's fine. Yeah. So then you get that, and then they're like, Okay. And then they're like, Well, I haven't worked on a team together. So mm-hmm. how can we do this? And then he goes, I'm Peter one. I'm Peter two. And then you get Andrew Garfield, Peter three. <laughs> the back yeah which is like the greatest thing ever so then they kind of figure out a plan and then you get you get them swinging through swinging together and it's just so beautiful man like just Mm -hmm. the whole movie i know we sound like a broken record but i don't fucking care yeah you get that and then they there's they're each tackling one hero at a time Mm -hmm. they finally get i believe the first person to get fixed is Obviously, Doc Ock, he comes back, he starts helping them out. And that's then, like so afterwards, actually. Because, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I remember is, I think Sand, no. Sandman's the first yeah. one. Yeah, Sandman's the first one. Sandman is the first one. They do the thing. You get the reveal that it it it, it is repurposed footage of Thomas Hayden right. Church. But mm-hmm. I know some people are nitpicky about that. But like, mm-hmm. honestly, if you're nitpicky about that, like, grow up, like, be serious. <laughs> like, yeah. we're, we're getting this movie, let alone together. And you're going to have the boss and nitpick something like, yeah. go fuck yourself. If it was already hard enough for them to somewhat keep it a secret that these villains are in it. Like, if they had everybody, like, I just can't because obviously this movie had a lot of leaks. But like, I can't imagine oh, you know, a lot of leaks, you know. Yeah, it's obviously hard to keep that like quiet, especially 
you know, for how much hype, obviously it like, you know, how much, how much hype there was around it. Speaking so. of leaks, Andrew Garfield, if you ever come across this podcast, which I doubt you will, <laughs> but if you ever do, my man, I, I respect your hustle. Because you denied, 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 denied. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. Till the movie came out. And then Toby's just out in public, like, yeah, I'm in it. Like, yeah. Toby's just know. like, I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, so you get, you get the reveal. They're able to fix uh, Lizard, Sandman, mm-hmm. and then you get the, reuni- the reuniting mm-hmm. of Doc Ock and Toby McGuire. And it, it's beautiful. And up. and the whole dialogue, he's like, "My boy, I haven't seen you. It's so good to see yes. you." Like, and then if you recall, mm-hmm. in that scene, he and and not in that scene, but there's a scene in Spider-Man Two where he tells Peter, "Norman tells me you're smart. Norman tells me you're smart, but you're lazy, and you need mm-hmm. to do better." Yeah. Then it goes back to, excuse me. Then we're back to the movie, right? And he's like, where have you been? And he's like, I've been trying to do better. And I felt like that pierced me in the heart because as a human, I felt like that line was written for me, but for other people too. Like, Mm -hmm. because obviously you go through stuff in life and I felt like, I don't know, this movie took me through the emotions of being a a kid when I was watching the first Spider-Man to now. Like I've yeah. grown up with these characters. It's culminating 20 years of movies, which is just wild to think of because Kevin yeah. Feige worked on those movies too. Yeah, he did. So mm-hmm. I was already crying enough as it is during that scene, but uh, tell me your thoughts about that scene. I, I loved it, especially with like Afro Molina's like expressions on that. He like sees them. He's like, it is so good to see you, my dear boy. And then he's like, how are you? Like he wants like genuinely like, please tell me how are you since the last time? Like, come on. And yeah, whatever he does say that he's trying to do better, like Toby, like actually like for like a split second, he like, it's like, he thinks about it. It's like, I'm trying to do better, especially with him mentioning MJ and like, you know, that it was bumpy and stuff because yep. like you mentioned, like, yeah, like it, you can't think about it in a way. Like that's all we, all any of us can do. We can just try to be better every single day. So, and obviously that's a big reason why um, people love, peter parker slash spider-man it's because he's just like a kid he's a normal person who has it hard trying to you know differentiate the two and deal with them yeah so i I thought that scene was awesome that scene was very emotional um and then you get i like how the the biggest important thing for me for this movie was that they used all of the other peter parker's mistakes and this and Mm -hmm. this and this earth's peter parker's mistakes to kind of uh Prove him to be Spider-Man, right? right. Um, so then on top of that, you get that scene and then you get uh, Green Goblin flies back in. Oh, before we, I just realized we missed one where Doc Ock finally does come in a frame where he grabs Electro and he grabs uh, uh, Toby at, and Andrew, I believe. He grabs him. Oh, he, he kind of makes him out it, of the way. Yeah, yeah. He kind of yeah. makes it seem like he's like evil. And I was like, wait, I thought he was, he just switched. But then he's just playing the part so he could like calm Electro down yeah. and like hold him. But one thing that I definitely wanted to bring up is he has the arc reactor and he mentions like the power of the sun in the palm of my hand. In the palm of my hand. And a question and that I've been seeing now. And that's where the Toby scene comes in. Yeah. But one question that I've been seeing now is like, did he keep it? 
because you never see it again. Did he take it back with him? Is 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 my question. Fuck. So, but if he did take it back, he's dead. Is he though now? Because I mean, if his inhibitor chip is fixed, then maybe him and Toby, I don't know, found a way. They're both fucking geniuses. So that's true. You know? Sam I, Raimi, please, Spider Man 4. I know, just give it to us. <laughs> yeah, so you get that scene, you get them talking, um, and it's Doctor Strange coming back with the box, mm-hmm. and then uh green goblin flies in and then again you get another beautiful scene where they display spidey sense where mm-hmm. they're talking they're talking they're talking and you don't pay attention to the box at first but it has yeah. a pumpkin bomb in it and then you get the face of spider-man one spider-man two and spider-man three yeah well they realize it and boom it goes off yeah then you see MJ starting to fall. <laughs> and we oh, all so glad they did it. And we all I'm knew so it, it. And we all knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. There's there was a lot of speculation that if he's in it, he has to save MJ. Yeah. And then you saw the trailer, and then you're like, he has to do it. Yeah. And sure enough, he saves MJ. He saves MJ. And I'm a mess again. <laughs> Especially because you could tell he's like. He, oh man, like you see it in his face, right? Because he asks, like, are you okay? And like, you could hear his voice like cracking, like he's about to like lose it, that he actually finally did get to save, like, you know, or, you know, his, I guess I'm pretty sure, you know, his MJ, Gwen, whatever, but yeah. Yeah. He, he saves her. They get that scene. You get him kind of breaking and then you break because you're like, yeah, he finally got his redemption. Like he's, mm-hmm. he was able to save not his, not his. What his MJ wasn't even MJ. His MJ yeah. was Gwen. Um, so you get that confirmation that he's able to actually like not save people, but he does save someone, mm-hmm. and he kind of writes his wrong. And then you get Ned being flown down by the fucking Doctor Strange's <laughs> cape, yeah. which I think is just absolutely hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then you get the, and then you get everyone's back to normal, and then you get. Electro getting fixed uh, by Doc Ock. He places the, uh, the, the arc reactor, the, the arc reactor yeah. on him, and then he mentions, "You know, I, you know, I would always think that Spider-Man was black," <laughs> which is an obvious reference yeah. to Miles Morales. Which I'm upset that there's that deleted scene in Homecoming. With uh, Aaron Davis saying, like, he calls Miles and he's like, hey, Miles, sorry, I won't be able to make it. Like, I don't know why they cut that scene out. They should have left it in. But I, I yeah. think I think he's coming. I, I have a theory that that Miles will be the the next Spider-Man after Peter mm-hmm. in this universe. OK, they, you don't think like they'll like coexist or do you think like, oh, Tom Holland's going to. I think I think I it'll know. be like a mantle. I know there's talks about another three movies right. and we're and we're getting the uh, the animated show, which is his origin mm. story. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think at some point Tom is going to want to back out. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it'll be a while before that happens, because mm-hmm. I still believe that we're going to get Secret Wars and mm-hmm. they want him with the black symbiote suit. In that movie. Okay. Um, but yeah. Then you get the obvious scene of 
you get the second battle between Goblin and Peter Parker. Uh, what you think about this fight? Which uh, it just like hurts because he clearly wants to like just kill him, and it's obviously like once you cross that line, you like, can't go back. You, you can't go back. So you know him just obviously like, and for a moment there, it's just like he it before he shows up, it's like he forgot his hatred. Like no, he's gonna do the right thing. Uh, regardless you know being that may told him like with great power there must also come great responsibility but as soon as like green goblin shows up he like reverts back and is like no i'm i'm gonna kill you and then i and then yeah and then i think it's the spidey sense kicking in Mm -hmm. where they're talking to ned and mj and then you look you peek over and you see that they're fighting Mm -hmm. and then both the peters are like we gotta go because he's he's gonna do it yeah they fight. He keeps fighting them, fighting them, fighting them. He's so fucking strong that he picks <laughs> up the glider. Yeah. Which again, it's another callback to the first Spider-Man because he gets impaled by the glider yeah. due to the Spidey sense, right? So you get that. He picks it up. I always thought Toby was going to die in this movie. Same. Same. Yeah, especially was, when he gets stabbed. I was like, no was, way. Please, please, I was, no. I was like, he's going to die saving Peter or saving someone, and he's mm-hmm. going to die. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, this is going to be a beautiful send-off for him, right? Because mm-hmm. right. you think that he probably wouldn't want anything to do with these movies. You've heard a lot of talks and discussions about that. But mm-hmm. he steps in, stops the glider, gives him the look like, bro, like, come on, you're better than this. Yeah. And then, lo and behold, he gets stabbed. And I said... I got like I got like flashbacks to like when Iron Man got stabbed and fucking right, right, right. In, in, in Infinity War, right. and I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, no. you, I was like, you can't yeah. do this to me. Like you already scarred me enough this whole movie. I'm like, you can't do this to me. And then let's talk about the pacing. We haven't really talked about the pacing. The pacing. This movie did not feel two and a half hours. You're right. You're right. I think I don't know if I want to like chalk it up to it just being like it had me the whole time, so I didn't really didn't care about the time. Yeah. But what I was think, the actual runtime? I forget, like 240. Let me, let me check. Um, but I think the way the movie it's just it it didn't feel that way because it's like nonstop from the beginning. It was two hours and 28 minutes. Uh I don't know if that's including the credits or not, but gotcha. <clears throat> it's just it's just the pacing of the movie so well because like yeah, you step into it and and then realistically that's how it would go like in real life like when shit hits the fan it's just going and going and going Mm -hmm. um so you get the scene he gets stabbed by the glider or he stops the glider goblin stabs him and then everyone's like fuck toby's dying yeah and then not necessarily a pet peeve but something that kind of irked me was like they're like oh so anyways they fight him they fight him he stabs him with the serum he goes back to normal He's like, what? Oh my God, what did I do? Peter's are like, Ugh. and then they and then they just chalk it up to him being stabbed before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Like, what? Why? Something we missed. I missed. Uh, the back reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, like him going over the the little bar. He's just like, oh, it's like my back. Which is from all this which is playing to his age, but it's also yeah. an Easter egg from when he was in Sea Biscuit. He suffered an, a real life injury mm. uh, shooting the movie to the point Damn. where to the point where they almost thought he wasn't going to be able to make it for. I think it was Spider Man Three, so they were going to bring in Jake Gyllenhaal to finish that movie. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I didn't was, know it was from that, though. That's insane. So that was a callback to that scene and, like, it being so meta. Like, it was mm-hmm. really funny. Um, then he goes, oh, I can crack your back for you. And then he's like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> Just the Spider-Man interaction was so great. Anyway, so you get, you get Goblin realizes he's back to Norman. You realize that he's kind of back to normal. Um, not kind of he is and then you get the fact that he and then dr strange is like do you want like do you want me to cast a spell because i have to and i'm gonna have to do it and it's gonna suck but and then he goes yeah let me say my goodbyes he says his goodbyes the 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 spell is casted because the box exploding creates the break right Mm -hmm. and i didn't catch this the first time but the silhouettes in the multiverse yeah. breaking were Spider-Man villains. Yeah, I couldn't tell because I have terrible eyesight. So I mean, I, I, like, could, I knew. Yeah, I couldn't tell because I was just fucking crying. Like, <laughs> but apparently, you see some villains in there. You see like Scorpion. You see Mysterio. Mm-hmm. You see Rhino in his comic accurate form. Uh, some people say you even see probably like Venom in there, but I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Um, he says his goodbyes the spell is casted and then everyone goes back to their respective universes he goes uh he was it was good knowing you kid and then spells casted everything's back to normal at this point what are you thinking of the movie i'm thinking like they really did it never in my whole time being alive did i ever think like these spider-men are going to interact this is like all these villains are going to come in and now i'm thinking being that everybody knows that there's a multiverse and like people are aware of the idea, they could totally do Amazing Spider-Man three. Like, oh can. yeah, oh yeah. Like now that everybody understands that, especially like general audiences, like they and, can do it. And Sony like, loves the money, so they're gonna, yeah, yeah. Which then leads us to we'll we'll, we'll get to that. I have a firm bu- <laughs> fuck it. I have a f- well. <laughs> no, let's finish the movie and then we'll talk. All right, good. We can come after. Um. You get the coffee shop scene reveal um, where they reveal that the spell has been casted. You get footage of Peter going back to the coffee shop where they were denied entry into MIT. And it gets revealed that they get into MIT. Peter's obviously not going because in his apartment, he has a GED book. Right. And then, and then he goes and he has a speech written. Mm-hmm. where he's gonna be like hey i'm peter you're mj this is what we were but you're not gonna remember and then he goes into the shop she says hello and then on top of her eye is a cut from the battle okay. and then that's where he comes to realization that like maybe now it's not the time to do this and he just orders the coffee she still has the broken dahlia the black dahlia on her on her, on her neck and then, yeah, that scene completely fucked me up, too, because you realize that he has now lost his Aunt May. He has lost Iron Man, Tony Stark. He has lost Happy. He has lost his best friends. So he really has nothing at this point. And then you get the scene of him at the burial site. And you know Happy doesn't know him because he... he he mentions how do you know her and then they kind of talk and then that was it yeah. so at, at, at this point what are your thoughts about it i'm thinking like 
it's a it's a good thing because it stays true to his character because um from what i've read and seen is like the fact that he doesn't tell her or why he decides he doesn't to tell her like hey like we used to be like a thing is because he realizes like you know to do the right thing like i have to let them be you know at least maybe just for now because he realizes like he did hurt her in a way like she got even if like yes he just has like the cut but that's still like a form of like having her in harm's way um so i do think him deciding that like no let me let them live their lives like they deserve to like you know not having to essentially like you know be targeted by any villain or anything like that you know it's a spider-man thing to do you know which is why the whole reason he wears like a mask is protect his loved ones yep you know then we go to his apartment it's snowing it's christmas time many people thought that he was going to swing into this episode of hawkeye i did (laughs) i did too because ironically enough he ironically enough i think the technology he used i I might be going on a fucking limb here but so uh kate bishop's mom runs uh, a security company and he's using like a police dispatch thing to kind of pick up on things Mm -hmm. you see the fabric you're like okay we got a new suit yeah. You see the fabric. He puts it together. And you just see the back of it. He jumps out of the window. He flies through New York, which we've never really gotten a scene of him just flying through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get teases of the suit. We don't yeah. see the full image. Yeah. But it looks like an homage to the original, but mm-hmm. also his touches. Right. Now, right, now, right. now that he met these other two Spider-Men. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And then it ends with him swinging through and it kind of having almost like an into the spider verse kind of fade mm-hmm. or he like, he, uh, he like, hits he like dives key. down. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to be honest. I may catch some hate for it. I don't like that suit at the moment. Maybe it was the lighting, but the suit, like the fabric looks shiny. I don't know what it was. It could have just been the CGI. It could have been like the way they just framed the lighting. But I can tell the suit. Wow. Look Hot awesome. take. I like it. Hot take here. <laughs> like I could see what the suit is because I've seen people like already have their own like concept art from like the pieces that like the freeze frames that they did get. And it looks awesome. But the material to me looked weirdly shiny. And that just personally didn't jive with me because another hot take. I don't like the MCU, ver- MCU version of the Iron Spider suit wow yeah it's it's fine but obviously i'm still in love with the comic book one just like the red and gold uh like yeah yeah i i was super stoked for the suit because it the cuts of it look like it's straight out of like one of the old school like steve ditko's yeah uh, mm-hmm. uh stan lee comics yeah which i was super stoked about the shininess kind of did bother me a little bit mm-hmm. but not to, i I haven't seen the full suit yet, so I right, can't. Right. Des- I can't decide. Yeah, you're right. But if you hate it, you hate it, man. Hey, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I get it. Yeah. I have some pretty hot takes on the MCU too, and, <laughs> and people shit on me all the time for it. But I, yeah. I, I, I don't care. But then that's the end of the movie. What are your thoughts at this point? You've seen the movie. We've gotten the confirmations. We've gotten the characters. We've gotten the villains. What is going into your brain? developing thoughts before we get to the post-credit stuff i think i remember just like like basically like going back in my seat like ah like that is a once in a lifetime thing that i am so glad i got to experience in my lifetime because i in the future like 
if my kids are into, into superheroes or anything like that, if the MCU is still going, which I don't know, I somehow feel like it will be like, yeah. you guys will, you guys make you, you guys got secret wars, maybe, or you got, you know, Galactus maybe being the main villain or something in the future. I got to see the original three Spider-Men like be in one movie together. Oh, he's you know? oh, Galactus is coming, but that's oh, not a conversation. I, oh, God. But so yeah, my thoughts are this movie. I'm like hyperventilating because I'm like, I I just can't believe I actually witnessed this movie. Yep. Um people are leaving, which I'm like, why? Like you guys, we've done <laughs> we've done this for almost yeah. 12 years now. Like you know. Anyways. Credits roll through. You get the confirmation that the the they the two actors who did Lizard and Sandman come back for the the role. Uh, they voiced their characters respectively. Um, then it cuts to the first post credit scene. Then you realize, hey, I forgot Tom Hardy and Venom are in this universe for that splits. Boy. That boy. That boy. Like, come on. You get the explanation of, and people are like, how? So people are confused because they're like, how did Venom know? Well, in a type of you blink and miss it line. In a blink of you miss it line, you get that the symbiote knows because of a, of a hive mind knowledge right. of the multiverse. Right. You get that very, very quick little nod in in mm-hmm. in Let There Be Carnage post credit scene. And then he's I don't know if you watched Ted Lasso, but I totally geeked out because the bartender is uh-huh. Danny Rojas, which is uh, one of the greatest characters in the Ted Lasso show. Um, Football is life. If you guys see it, if you if yeah. you haven't watched it, it's a really, really good emotional show. Um, but he's kind of explaining to him that like. Hey, in this universe, there's more of you. There's Avengers, mm-hmm. there's superheroes, and then they kind of go down the list. And he's drunk to the point where he can't understand it. So he's like, "You have to like tell me, okay, okay." So tell me again. Like, there's there's these people, and they call themselves yeah. the the Earth Mightiest Heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "Yeah," but then at the time the spell hits, he gets sent back. Which I called this before the fucking movie even happened. I was like, they're going to want to pull the symbiote, leave it in the MCU, kick his ass back to the Sony-verse, and then keep that, right? Mm -hmm. That happens. The spell comes back. Lo and behold, there's a piece of the symbiote on the fucking bar. And then you just... And then it cuts away. And then it cuts away. Yeah. How soon do you think we get Black Suit Spider-Man? I know there's like the rumors of like Craven the Hunter, like, because I know I also saw that like if this didn't get greenlit, like Craven the Hunter is where they were gonna go. So like, yeah, the last hunt, which I th- I think which is gonna be weird because yeah, he has um, a symbiote in that. Aaron Taylor Johnson is gonna be playing uh, Craven the Hunter for the Sony movie. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if it's a standalone movie or if it's gonna be like Morbius where they kind of tease some things. Yeah. Um, then we're trying to see where Morbius takes place because it's confusing. You have like, Michael Keaton who plays the vulture, yeah, and then you have the tease of Venom, which he's like, Oh, we are Venom, yeah. Um, and then you have 
what I think it's one of the Spider-Man games cutouts mm-hmm. of the suit on the wall saying murder. Yeah. So now I I don't think Sony's this good at writing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I don't think the multiverse is fixed yet. Obviously not, because we're getting the yeah. multiverse of madness. Yeah. And then you get uh in the Morbius trailer, there's Oscorp, which is the amazing Spider-Man's Oscorp. Mm-hmm. And then you get Black Cat and Rhino mentions. Black Cat, Rhino, the, and Rhino yeah. mentions. But also, there's a building in the um, in the Morbius trailer, which is Horizon, which is tied back to the Blade comics. Mm-hmm. And Blade and Morbius kind of fight each other. Right. Also, which I didn't know, so Guillermo del Toro did Blade Two. Mm-hmm. Rumor was there was a post-credit scene shot on top of a horizon building that never get that never made it into the movie. And the person on top of that building was Morbius. I did not know that. And the, and, the, me. and the Wesley Snipes universe. Yeah. There's a scene that, that they cut out of the movie and we're getting a Blade and Morbius fight that was supposed to be the main villain of the Blade 2 movie, but they decided to go with um the Guillermo de Toro concept instead, yeah. which I'm a huge fan of, um, because Blade Two is my favorite Blade movie, <clears throat> um, which I think now I feel like Morbius takes place in the Amazing Spider-Man universe, because if Andrew really did pull his punches, he right. probably killed someone. But. The, yeah, but that's part that's so confusing because in that trailer, like I know what you're talking about, that poster of the murderer. Yeah, it's Sam Raimi's Spider Man. Yeah, which is but it like, could be a mystery. Uh, that yeah, you have a point. Yeah, yeah. You and I feel like, and but I'm also still confused because Michael Keaton is mm-hmm. uh, tombs mm-hmm. in the MCU, not in the uh, Amazing Spider Man universe. So who knows. I don't know, they del- man. They delayed it again, so it's not like we can go see it anytime I know, soon. and I'm actually excited to watch a Jared Leto movie, which I've never said in my fucking life, so. <laughs> We're not yeah. going to mention uh, Jared Leto Joker here. We're not. Um, which I think he redeems himself in, in the Zack Snyder cut a little bit. Yeah. A little bit, but. Then we get the second post-credit scene, which is not really a scene. It's just a trailer. It's a teaser it. trailer yeah. for the Multiverse of Madness. What do you think is going to happen in this movie? I don't know. I'm hearing rumors of like Ben Affleck, Daredevil. I'm hearing, uh, you know, Ghost Rider being in there, Hugh Jackman, like, which would be awesome. But like, ah, I don't know. Like, I think this movie is going to be batshit crazy and it's going to leave us even mm-hmm. at a more fucked up place than we are in the MCU. Uh, I do yeah, think I, I do think we're going to get cameos. There's some leaked stuff that I've read, which I'm pretty guilty of. Um, mm. The Illuminati. We're supposed to get a multiversal, you know, Illuminati in this movie. Um, but anyways, back to Spider-Man. So we're going to end this podcast on a ranking of the Spider-Man movies. So give me your, uh, so there's nine Spider-Man movies. If you guys aren't okay. keeping count one, we won't, um, we won't keep track of the civil war and the infinity war and in game appearances because <clears throat> Those are just those are just appearances. But 
Give me your least favorite Spider-Man movie starting at number nine. And you guys aren't getting graphics because I don't have the technology to put graphics on the screen. So fuck off. I'm going to say. And if you're listening to this to audio, I'm sorry. but Damn. Okay. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll go with mine. Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. Is my number nine. Reasons. I just didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I felt like. Um, I just, I didn't like it. I felt like it was a victim of poor writing and overall, I felt like it delivered some things really well. Um, my, my main reason was electro just didn't like the way the character was written. Um, there was a lot of cool stuff, but it was really, really campy. So, um, but yeah, that's my number nine. What's yours? I would have to say Amazing Spider-Man two as well. Honestly, like I, like I, again, Andrew got done dirty. I'm going to go back on everything I said against him because he definitely redeemed himself. Like, I just, I desperately want to see him now uh, as Spider-Man again because he is an amazing actor and I think he deserves it, like, straight up. 100%. So. Uh, you're number eight. Number eight. Amazing Spider-Man 1. It has to go. Wow. Okay. Because, okay, I will say this about the Amazing amazing franchise. There are some really great scenes throughout those movies, but like, just it's just the writing for me. Yeah, like there are some moments where it like he doesn't feel like Peter Parker. I don't know if it's like been just kicking like a dead horse at this point, but like Peter Parker doesn't skateboard. He's not like a pug who wears like Nike, like like you know, well you know he could, but. You know, I know there's like different interpretations, but me personally, I've always identified Peter as like this, like super kind of like dorky, like guy. I did. You know? I, I agree. I agree. My ranking is a little different. So okay, my number Let's... three is the Spider-Man three movie by okay. Sam Raimi. Okay. Reason three or eight. Sorry. Three or wait. Okay. So it'll be number eight, but the movie mm-hmm. is the uh, Spider-Man three. Gotcha. The one with Topher Grace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> why I actually really like the black suit. Same. I really like the black suit. Yeah. Now I'm kind of upset because the, the potentiality that we got robbed of a secret wars isk black suit was Mm -hmm. happened. Mm -hmm. Raimi had some weird leather dominatrix suit. I remember that he tested tested but sony went mm-hmm. with the other one fine whatever i thought the other one was really outrageous and i really liked it and i wish they would have gone mm-hmm. with that one uh my perks my 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 uh, my my grievances with the movie are that um just toe for grace man i didn't like him as eddie brock yeah i didn't like him as eddie brock either and the weird way i i get the symbiote changes you but mm-hmm. Just the fucking dance and just <laughs> the fucking emo Peter Parker. Like I didn't need that. Yeah. So that's my number eight. What's uh what's your number eight? Number eight, I'm gonna say are we counting Spider-Verse? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna have to say Homecoming. As much as I did like it, you know, I okay. you know Okay. Yeah, it's gonna have to be homecoming. Um because I, because it's hard to choose. Because I love Tom Holland, um, and 
I'm trying to think here. Yeah, it's it's honestly it pains me to say that it, it it's at as low as it is. Um, but I think because I don't even think I saw that movie in theaters, to be honest. I think I like saw it at home. Um, t- I yeah, I, I, I didn't see that movie till maybe a year before. Uh, yeah. uh, far from home. <laughs> and I don't, rem- I don't remember exactly why. I don't know if I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm all down with this Tom Holland dude. But then ever- after I watched it, I was like, okay, no, yeah, Tom Holland is great. Um, but yeah, that's going to have to be my pick for that one. Interesting. Okay. Sorry, guys, we're recording this podcast a little late, so I'm yawning, but yeah. whatever. We're getting through it. Yeah. Um, my number seven, uh, Far From Home. Far From Home. Okay, okay. I I liked it. Um, the Elementals spin, I didn't really yeah. like. Um, loved Mysterio. Loved a lot of the stuff we got in this movie. Yeah. Um, but I felt like it tried to squeeze in too much. Like okay. you get, the, you get the reveal that the scrolls are still on earth, which is going to lead right. to secret invasion. And then you realize that um, they kind of tease the multiverse. Like Peter kind of geeks out. Um, my only complaint was that I felt like um, a lot of the story in it was kind of necessary, but I just, I just, it's just on the list. That's, that's, right, that's right, all I'm right. going to say. So give me your number seven. I'm going to say Spider-Man 3. Um, I am going to rank Far From Home higher. Or pre- this is, So we're on six, right? We're on seven right now, yeah. Seven. So, oh, no, wait. Mine goes, so it's Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man. Then I said Homecoming. Yeah, so mine is sixth. Sorry, lost count here. You're fine. Um, yeah, Spider-Man 3. Uh, I love that movie. Because obviously it's just ridiculous, but yeah, <laughs> but I still do enjoy it. Like it's not like I could I could say that it has does have poor writing. Peter's a fucking idiot. He's oblivious to everything in that movie. He's an asshole, but I still do enjoy it. So I'm gonna say like, especially also with the Amazing Spider-Man franchise, it it's not that I completely hate them. I can still watch them, but I will like point out its flaws, you know. So. That's my pick for that one. Number six for me is the Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. okay. I I like the introduction of Andrew Garfield as the Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think him and uh, Emma had really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, the villain is a little cheesy, and some of the writing was really poorly done. But um, I like this movie because you kind of get – him in the neighborhood feeling like there's just, right. this is something now that we're getting with the MCU Peter Parker, but we haven't gotten as of yet, but we got it with this guy. He's right. in the neighborhood. He's playing basketball with people, which is one of the most fucking dumbest yeah, things yes, ever, yeah. Yeah. but you get him interacting and you get some of the dialogue and some of the wittiness and uh, just terrible New York accent, which I really like. I I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan of really corny shit. Like, okay. Okay. Like, I will get roasted for this, but Daredevil from Ben Affleck is one of I is no. is one of my guilty pleasures. The you, I, you felt like so cool when the uh, Evanescence uh, like fight scenes. Oh, oh, what's the fight scene? They're trading little montages dude, they have. I dude, I I have no shame, bro. I fucking love that Evanescence song. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, I wore my fucking saliva shirt to go see uh, <laughs> uh, fucking No Way Home because I yeah. fucking love the fact that we in the Spider-Man movie, the Sam Raimi mm-hmm. one, we got fucking Chad Kroger and uh, <laughs> and Josie from fucking Saliva doing a song together. Yeah, yeah. One of my biggest pet peeves of No Way Home was that they didn't include yeah, that dashboard, hero. dashboard confessional, uh-huh. vindicated, hero, two of the greatest fucking hero songs ever, ever. Some of the some of the MCU scores are amazing, but you're yeah. never gonna top fucking Chad Kroger talking about flying like a fucking <laughs> eagle. So, uh, oh, Lord. yeah. Uh, what's your number six? I'm gonna say Far From Home. Okay. And I do like that movie. Uh, love. Well, I love Jake Gyllenhaal in general, but um, I really love them as Mysterio in it. Um, I know some people complain about like the the seat in the bar where he starts acting kind of little goofy, but um, yeah, like I remember I went to go see it with Goose, uh, band plug Sandy Slip Goose, um, and when we saw we saw it like late at night. I think it was like me and him, and there was like three other people in the theater. When uh, Jay Jonah popped up, I like. I was like, no way. I yelled and Goose can attest to this. I like threw my drink on the floor because of like, I was like, I was not expecting this. This is amazing. So I don't know if that's the key moment that like puts it higher, but like, I just, I did enjoy Far From Home, like way more than Homecoming. So I am ranking it higher. Speaking of bands, uh, go do yourself a favor and check out Sandy Slip. They're one of the coolest fucking bands that i've ever booked and that i've ever listened to and uh go listen to them go listen to chained in 10 i'm gonna plug some more people later but uh <laughs> since he brought it up go listen to them now go listen to some merchant pain there are they're killing it they're on they're on the way up so just listen for them check them out if you don't you're a bitch i said it i don't <laughs> care um let me pull out my movie rankings because i was got so excited about that um okay. So number five for me is Homecoming. Okay. Um, at this point, it can't beat the other four movies in front of it. Um, Homecoming to me was kind of a good movie. We get him in school. We get him um, with his other love interest. We get the reason why it's number five. It's um, I think I felt like it was a good introduction point for him on top with um, their his relationship with Tony building and then one of the scariest villains of all time, Michael Keaton as the fucking vulture. Oh, dude. That's yes. that scene in the, in car, the car where he fi- he knows it's Peter. Like, ugh, mm-hmm. chills, chills. Yeah, yeah. What's your number five? Uh, I said, I'm, I said Far From Home. So I think it's going to be Spider-Verse. I think it has to be Spider-Verse. Oh, um, I did enjoy Spider-Verse a lot, and I do love, like, the miles finally gets some representation um not only because he's like he's like also puerto rican which i think is like a yep. thread of detail but i think that's super cool um so i enjoyed like the animation was awesome um and uh, peter peter b parker is actually voiced by one of my favorite actors he was in this uh like sitcom called new girl jake johnson Ooh, yep i love him so and i didn't even know until like i saw it and i was like oh hey like that's yeah it. so great story great soundtrack yeah i'm gonna have to put that 
as 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 that pick. My number four is coming up to the very beginning, the very first Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man one. Mm. Um, I just remember watching it and just being kind of mesmerized by it. Um, yeah. I at that point I had only known about Spider-Man with the cartoons and right. uh, the X-Men cartoons as well. Um, but then I don't know, just being a kid and seeing the Green Goblin and and that element and the music and just everything felt so fucking right to me that that movie kind of that in Blade kind of started my career path as a nerd. So yeah. um, if it wasn't for that movie, I I wouldn't be here talking about this stuff. So um, shout out Sam Raimi for that beautiful movie. Uh, what would be your number four? Uh I think I'm past four, actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it has to be Spider-Man 2. Okay. Um, is there a movie I'm missing? I don't think so. Yeah, Spider-Man 2. And I know some people regard it as, like, the best one because, like, Peter goes through it in that movie. Peter goes through it. Like, oh, man. Like, there's never been a better display of, like, Peter suffering than Spider-Man 2. So, like... <sighs> man him losing his best friend like mary jane getting married to some fucking astronaut like who cares like so which i know there's like a complaint that like mary jane's too hard on him when just because he missed her showing i mean hot take toby kind of put mary jane through the fucking ringer and all of these movies so toby's a toby toby's a piece of shit even yeah because even in spider-man 2 the ending like even though she misses she skips her wedding and goes straight to peter like the final shot isn't spider-man swinging away it's mary jane like looking out the window being like she looks fucking sad yep and it's like oh wait that's right uh if i'm gonna be with spider-man this is how it's gonna be yep so great movie love it but my number one you know is just the one i haven't mentioned but we'll get there go ahead uh so my three and two are uh my number three is into the spider-verse uh it took me a while to watch the movie. I'm really hard with animated stuff for some reason. I really don't know why, and I can't really describe it. Um, but once I watched it, I loved it. Um, it was a yeah. great movie. I think it kind of opened the world. Spider-Verse crawled, so No Way Home could walk. Yeah. Um, so I have to give it a respect. I loved every every little neat cameo that we got, and I loved every little callback. Nicolas Cage as one of the uh, Spider-Man noir was fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have an issue with this movie, but I, it just can't top the first two, which are yeah. Spider-Man 2. And then at my number one, we have No Way Home uh, for many reasons. Spider-Man 2, Doc Ock, um, just the overall pace of the movie is really well written. And it's my one of my second favorite Spider-Man movie. And the number one, No Way Home, obviously, because the cameos, the magnitude, the impact of the movie, you can't beat that. So That's, true. That's what I was missing, No Way Home. Being that I missed it, I'm going to group No Way Home separately because it's just, like like you said, just like the sheer like implications, just how big this movie is. It's is my, it's, 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 it's my favorite MCU movie. Favorite MCU? Okay. And it, let me, I have my letterbox open here, so let me go pull it up really quick. Um, it's my number one movie, but I still put it, I still put Winter Soldier right behind it. Mm, dude, Winter Soldier, the fight scenes in that movie, man. I put Winter Soldier. So my top five are Guardians 2, mm-hmm. uh, Guardians 2 at 5, Endgame at 4, 
Infinity War at three, Winter Soldier at two, and then No Way Home at one. That's just my take. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so this movie beat every every. Yeah. Winter Soldier is still a perfect movie, but yeah. just yeah. just for personal nostalgia reasons, I had to put No Way Home at number one overall. So, right, right. Hmm. Okay, so that that's the movie I'm missing. Then I would definitely put No Way Home second. Okay. And Spider Man one, like because obviously that's what started it, and now technically it's canon. It's, it's canon. It yeah. is, which is ah. Uh, which another thing, like, I'm wondering if they will have Toby again for Multiverse of Madness because in the second Spider-Man movie they mentioned Doctor Strange, but just by name. Yeah, yeah. When they're trying to name Doc Ock. Um, well, there's he... also in uh, Spider-Man Two, where MJ runs away from the wedding, mm-hmm. the guy she runs by in the park mm-hmm. turns out to be the very first Punisher. Like like the the actor? Like the actor. So I don't know. I did not it, know. I didn't know Thomas Jane was in that. What the hell? I, I don't know. Let me make sure I'm not feeding bullshit to you, but it's on Twitter somewhere and I think I liked it, but um Yeah, so apparently I don't know if it's an actual movie, an actual scene in the movie. Um but yeah, Thomas Jane is in the park and MJ runs by. He kind of looks at her and I don't I don't I don't know if it was intentional or if it was meant to be a really cool Easter egg, but apparently it it, it happened. Damn. So yeah, I did not know about that. Maybe they watched that. Maybe they were world building by then, but uh yeah, he was the very first Punisher and he was the very first he was in that in that scene. But um yeah, so Thanks for having this talk with me, man. It was really awesome. I know it's fun. pretty, it awesome. I know it's pretty late. So uh, any shout outs, any, anything you want to plug your social media, uh, where to find um, your band. Let's see. So chain and sin, just band cap. It's on our page. Uh, got a plug Sandy slip. They're doing it crazy right now. I think they just got back from tour. Dude, they're killing. Uh, so proud yeah, of them. Straight up. Um, and yeah, I guess that's pretty much it kitty massacre on instagram but i mean i don't really post but fuck it if you guys want to follow me uh but uh yeah man i'm sick to, to finally do this i know it took a while to like set up or whatever but it's fine so it was fun nonetheless man uh thanks guys for listening you can find this episode on youtube and it'll be on uh for audio and on all the platforms that you can listen to podcast on google spotify apple uh, apple podcast um we got some cool stuff coming in the works but the first two episodes will be out uh soon so just keep an eye out for that and just follow comment subscribe please drop a review on the podcast on all these platforms if you can it really helps us out um so we got some cool stuff i touched on it on the on the second episode but <clears throat> the next episode after this will be a mcu preview that i shot with uh sean mott from metalcore nerds Episode three will be a Cobra Kai season four spoiler review with Dave from hollowed out. And then, uh, and then we'll do some other stuff coming down the pipeline. Uh, But thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for hanging out.